Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you for your attendance here at Regattas. Good afternoon, thank you. It's fair to say the first time in a venue, we weren't sure how many to expect. I think with the late rollers, we might even be short of chairs, which is wonderful. It's always better to have more enthusiasm than not enough. My name's Tom Wright. It's my pleasure to host these sessions here at the Adelaide Festival. We meet, as I'm sure you all know, on the banks of the river, the traditional lands of the Ghana people, whose long-standing tradition to storytelling, dance, write and custodianship we uh, honour in our own way. Uh, this is the first of the sessions this year to our forums where we uh, try to delve somewhat more deeply into the extraordinary works that have been programmed by our artistic directors, Neil Armfield and Rachel Healy. Uh, this, and we kick off today with an absolutely extraordinary uh, panel about, a, uh, I'm sure everyone will agree, a remarkable work, The Rite of Spring. Before I even uh, commence the conversation, uh, Jermaine has asked, how many of you have seen the performance, The Rite of Spring? <laughs> so, I, uh, Germaine, I should have asked how many have not seen it. <laughs> uh, uh, Solomon, you, what you couldn't see is that it was almost 100%. <laughs> so, we can safely assume that everybody is intimately familiar with this remarkable work. So, on to matters. Uh, to introduce our panel, Germaine Akhoni, uh, sitting next to Germaine is Julie Rappabach, who's uh, translating for us today. Thank you, Julie, for being here. But next to Julie, Germaine. Germaine, Senegalese French dancer, teacher, choreographer, known as the mother of contemporary African dance. She studied at the Ecole Simon Siegel in Paris, established her first dance studio in Dakar in 1968. She developed her own technique for modern African dance, combining the influence of dances she'd inherited from her grandmother, who was a Yoruba princess, priestess with her knowledge of traditional African and Occidental dance. Between 1977 and 1982, she was the artistic director of Mudra Afrique in Dakar, uh, before moving to Toulouse with uh, her husband. <laughs> Thank you for being here as well, Helmut, welcome. Uh, uh, and more and more recently, after some time in Europe in 1995, she returned to Senegal and established an international education center for traditional and contemporary African dance, L'Ecole des Sables. Uh, Akonyi is a respected emissary of African dance and culture and continues to collaborate with schools, dance centres and teach masterclasses worldwide. I'm, I'm not being overly effusive to say it's a great honour to have you in, in Adelaide again. I know it's not your first time, but welcome back and thank you for being here, Germaine, and welcome today. Uh, sitting next to Germaine, a member of the, the, the extraordinary company that performs the Rite of Spring, Brian Otieno Olu. Uh, Brian is a Kenyan dancer, dance instructor and choreographer. He's worked as the co-artistic director of a company called Ibuka Dance Foundation, which is based in Arusha in Tanzania, uh, from 2017 to 2019 as a dancer. He was, uh, had a versatile and, and uh, wide-ranging experience in African traditional and modern dance techniques but he also works across uh, hip-hop, salsa, movement, improvisation. You do it all, don't you, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
prior to joining Ibuka Dance Foundation, he worked for four years in a diverse range of organisations such as Dance Team Africa, Yawa Dance Company. So your experience extends outside the Lake Victoria Basin. You're a, a true African artist. Uh, and you most recently, obviously, have been selected along with 39 other dancers to perform Pina Bausch's extraordinary Rite of Spring. Uh, and join the Ecole des Arts. So welcome to you, welcome to Australia, and thank you for your attendance today, Brian. And on screen, having got up uh, criminally early in Europe, we're eternally grateful to you. Thank you, Solomon Bausch, for joining us. Hello, welcome, and thank you for uh, coming, albeit virtually, to Adelaide. Uh, purely for uh, technical reasons, I might just start with you, Solomon, so that we can make sure that the audience uh, get familiar with your voice coming through. Could you tell us something? You, you started your professional life as a lawyer and suddenly found yourself the custodianship of your mother's extraordinary legacy. What, what does it mean for you to see uh, Pina Bausch's extraordinary works reinterpreted, reimagined and kept alive? Yeah, hello. Good morning here. Good, good afternoon. Um, I'm very honored to be here with you. I would have loved to be with you in Adelaide and to see the performances. Um, um, yeah, it's a, a, to answer your question, I'm, I'm really, it's something that's very precious to me to see a project like this evolving. And it was a, something that took quite a while to come to, to the idea of such a project. We have been, we, the the Pina Bausch Foundation that I founded just after my mother passed away. Uh, we started like working on the archives a lot in the beginning, which is a, a very a fundamental work we are doing. Um, but then we very soon started also teaching Pina's works to other companies. We doesn't mean I can't do it, but, but uh, former dancers or current dancers from the company we're teaching the works to other companies. And we have done several projects in the last uh, 12 years with big uh, ballet companies, basically. And um, this was already something that was very important and touching for me to see like what, what happened if when one of the pieces is danced by other dancers, how the piece changes, but also what it does to those people dancing the piece. And at one point, uh, Jorge Puerta Amenta, who is also one of the um, artistic directors of this um, project, uh, he had the idea to work on, um, on the piece Sacre with, uh, with a cast that, has this, that is not an existing company, but that comes together just for this purpose. And this was this, an idea I liked a lot, and it, it was in our head for quite a while. And then at one moment, I, 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 I got like, my, my, my attention uh, was drawn to Germaine and to Ecole de Sable, and I heard so much about her, her work and about her, uh, her artistic work and her, but also the work with the school and what this how important this is and uh, was for so many uh, people and we thought probably uh, Germaine could be the right uh, the right partner for for a project like this and and yes so you saw the result now uh, you, you can judge yourself I like it I <laughs> 
I, I don't think it's exaggerating to say that it is absolute, an absolute cultural phenomenon. It's more than just a revival. We're, we're seeing something fresh and new. Jermaine, what do, how do you feel when you see this work on stage? Uh, when you, I, I, what does it mean for your company? Quand Salomon Bausch nous a dit qu'il avait ce projet de transmettre aux Africains le sacre de Pina Bausch, j'ai dit mais c'est quelque chose qui est normal pour l'Afrique aussi parce que nous avons les mêmes rituels. Vous pouvez traduire? Yeah. So when Solomon told Germain that he wanted to like get the rite of spring performed by African dancer, she thought it was norm normal. Yeah, and because they have the same rights in Africa. Et euh, j'avais vu le sac de Pina euh, au, dansé par des danseurs classiques, et j'avais et j'avais trouvé que c'était africain. So she saw the rite of spring before. De Pina. From yeah. Pina, and she thought it looked very African. What et donc, was it? Euh, voilà, donc. Euh, ça s'est fait et je suis très heureuse de ça. So it happened and she's very happy about it. What, when you say it felt African, what was it that was African? Qu'est-ce qui était africain Mais la terre, la the terre, earth, the soil. tous les mouvements de tremblement, de, 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 de tremblement de, de, de buste. Et je pense que le travail, les sentiments, c'est par le buste, so par le haut du corps. Et que c'est pas par la pointe des pieds, parce que les gens disaient les Africains n'ont pas fait du classique. Mais je dis le sentiment, c'est pas là, c'est là. So she thought the shaking of the chest was very African, because for Germain, the feelings and the emotions are not in the point of your feet, but it's in your chest, it's here. And even though you know people said African dancers, they don't have a classical training, all the feelings are here. Et j'ai dit que le, le, la chorégraphie de Pina devait transmettre aux Africains comme on le transmet à la compagnie. Il n'y a pas de concession. Les Africains peuvent faire la même chose. Okay, and she thought the Pina company had to transmit to the African dancer without changing anything, without concession, because African dancer can do everything. <laughs> Et ils l'ont fait. We should point out that Sacre uh, obviously stands for Rite of Spring. The terms will be used interchangeably, uh, obviously. It's also done in companion with Common Grounds. How, how do you see, Germain, uh, the first piece, Common Grounds, in conversation with Rite of Spring? Quelle est la conversation que vous pensez entre Common Ground et Rite of Spring? Comment ils interagissent? Alors. Salomon voulait qu'il y ait une égalité d'échange entre les Africains et les Européens. Okay. Pas que les Européens viennent nous apporter quelque chose, mais que nous, on apporte quelque chose aussi. Et ça, c'était quelque chose qui était correct de Salomon. Donc, okay. so Salomon voulait pas seulement pour les Européens apporter quelque chose aux Africains, mais pour les Africains apporter quelque chose aux Européens. Et Germain pensait que c'était très like, correct de Salomon de penser quelque chose comme ça. Very important. Et il y a eu l'idée qu'on euh, qu fasse une création, euh, Malou, Eredo et moi, euh, Common Ground. Et donc, c'est comment la collaboration est née. Moi, j'ai 78 ans. Germaine est 78 ans. Et elle, elle a 74, je crois. Yeah. Et je crois que c'était une bonne rencontre. <laughs> 
parce que on est des grands-mères. Yeah. And so Maluere was 74 years old, so she thought it was a great encounter because they're both grandmothers. Et maman. And mothers. Et uh, on a mis nos choses en commun en tant que femmes. And they shared uh, their things as women. Les problèmes de genoux. Knee problems. Yeah. <laughs> Le matin, il faut. <laughs> and you, you know, have to warm them up in the morning. Voilà. <laughs> Et donc, euh, ben souvent, elle m'aide à m'asseoir et tout. Et on a eu cette connexion et, et ça continue à grandir. Ce qu'ils ont vu ici, c'est quelque chose qui grandit. So often she helps her sit down, but it was really a sharing. And she helped her grow. And what you've seen here is something that keeps growing, this relationship between the two dancers. Vraiment, quelque chose qui nous est très agréable d'échanger en tant que femme. Elle est européenne, moi je suis africaine, mais on a beaucoup de points communs, okay. beaucoup de points communs entre, voilà, entre femmes. So it's very pleasant to have this exchange between women, a European and an African, but in the end, there are two women that keep exchanging and sharing. And this represents in a way what the entire evening becomes, doesn't it? It's not just common ground between two fine dancers, it's common ground through time from 1975 and Pina's uh, sac all the way through to something new, time and people. Oui, alors, euh, Pina et moi, on s'est souvent croisés. Okay. On ne se connaissait pas, on se croisait. Et il euh, y a eu, là où on s'est vraiment rencontrés, c'est quand on a eu un festival chez elle. Elle fait un festival et j'étais allée avec des danseurs de la compagnie dans son festival. Okay. So German and Pina often crossed paths, but they didn't really know each other, and they really met at Pina's festival. Et euh, elle a dîné avec nous. On so a rigolé, on a bien <laughs> So they had dinner together, they laughed and had a few drinks. <laughs> Et puis, euh, quelques mois après, on a appris que Pina était morte, and décédée. So, yeah. And a few months after, five, six months after, they learned that Pina passed. Et je crois, moi je crois que les morts ne sont pas morts, ils vivent avec nous. Et je crois que ce projet, c'est une continuation de ma conversation avec Pina. C'est ce que je pense, moi. And so Germain thinks the dead are not dead and they live with us. And so this project is a continuation of their conversation and with Pina. Avec, yeah, with Pina. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it's an extraordinary moving uh, idea, an ideal. Uh, Solomon, is this exactly what you had in mind? You must feel very gratified to feel your mother's work uh, remains alive and continues through time. Yes, it is, and I, I, I agree with everything that Jermaine said, and I, I would like to add that this aspect of exchange is also something that's happening in the Rite of Spring, because it's not only that this work is being teached to the dancers, but it's also all these dancers bring so much to the piece, and this is a conversation at this, in this piece as well, so this is something very important for me too. Uh, which, uh, on the subject of dancers, Brian, how did you come to be in this piece? How far did you have to travel to audition? Um, uh, I traveled from Kenya to, to Senegal. It's about eight hours for the audition. And uh, it was a two-step audition. So 
first three days and then another four days after. So it was two rounds, yes. And what is it like to be in this piece as a dancer? How do you feel in performing it? What does it do to you? Um, it's interesting because every, every night is different because, uh, because of the art. The arts, uh, like I said, uh, the art the, the, moves. The peat, the, the talk. Yeah, the, the, it moves and it, uh, it does its own dance and, and you do your dance. I mean, it's always unpredictable and, and uh, intense. <laughs> intense in what way? Um, um, because because you, can, you know what you need to do, but you also don't know what the art is going to do. I see, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going in the direction of uh, there's a, the piece has a great deal of emotional power, but it is also about sort of sexual violence. There's an implicit sexual violence. Yes. Men, women, sometimes in groups, sometimes disparate. Yes. But, you know, you're, the, the, the male power can sometimes be very frightening in it. Was this something that you were aware of as you m assembled the piece? Yes, um, it's almost uh, something you can't escape. You know, it's um, um, when you have to 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 relate to the women with what they're doing, and you have to choose someone to basically take the sacrifice. It becomes uh, a um, a difficult uh, story, at least for me. And uh, and it's um, I mean. Every time it's uh, every time you do it, you f you feel different about it, every single time, and it's this thing that has to be done. It's this sacrifice that has to be made. Yes. Uh, your your own practice incorporates and interrogates these themes. There'll piece Mizani and so on. So this is not something new to you, is it? You actually have explored this through dance elsewhere. Yes. 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 Um, I've created, uh, I did a piece uh, about gender equality in Tanzania and uh, it's, so we worked with uh, both, both men and women um, and it was, it was interesting because we, we traveled to different towns to present this piece and contemporary dance is pretty much still new. It's not, um, it's something that we are, we are introducing the audience to and to present it in, in dance is also pretty new, so it was uh, uh, a new thing for, for us, and we are still trying to discover ways to be able to, to bring more performances to, to the people. Mm. Yes. Um, Solomon, just on the subject of keeping it alive, uh, just, just, let's just extrapolate that out a little bit further. What, what happens to your mother's work when different companies take it over? Obviously, it's sort of we still associate it with dance theater and Wuppertal and so on. That's where we almost see the home of it. What do you, what, what are you expecting and what do you want to happen to your mother's body of work as it varies and moves through the world and through time? Are you expecting it to change or do you want it to be preserved like a, a in, in aspic, so to speak, preserved as a museum piece? I think that the pieces have always been in a permanent development or in a permanent change with every uh, cast or with every evening, every audience, it's so different. And uh, as Brian just mentioned, also the, 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 the peat or whatever is on stage, it can be 
so has, can have a lot of influence on, on every performance. So that's also why I think it's interesting to see a piece again after uh, and again and again. And uh, I, I, I never get bored if I, I see a piece again. I, but it's changing. It's, I, I, I have different feelings about it. I, I see different things. Um, and this is also, of course, something that's um, related to my very personal situation in each performance, which like how was uh, this the day uh, before, like what did I experience before? And I will see the piece with different eyes. So I think anyway, the, the pieces are, are changing and in a permanent development. And I think this is something that's very interesting. And I think that all new generations of dancers can bring a lot to the pieces. Uh, if it's in Tanztheater, which is of course also changing a lot with mm. with uh, younger dancers, or if it's with with other companies, existing companies, or a company that's just uh, just came together for for this work, as as the one you were just seeing in Adelaide. So this is something I think it's 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 very important, and it, I think it's important because it's it's giving something to the pieces. It, you can see it with different eyes. Uh, you will see different aspects. Pina also did two two versions of uh, Kontakthof. Uh, I think this piece was in in in, in Adelaide Festival in eighty two. Yes, uh, uh, I was there too. I was six months old. Yes. <laughs> I, I should have um, said welcome. I can't back. remember very well. <laughs> um, but she did it with uh, with uh, elderly people over mm. 65, with ladies and gentlemen over 65, and with uh, with teenagers uh, from 14 years onwards. And this was this was also an example where the the piece it stayed the same, but but just through the, through this different cast. It was a completely different piece at the same time. It was really, it really changed everything somehow. And it was something very interesting to see. And I think with every company and with every cast, it's, it's, it's changing and that's why it's interesting. And also you reach different audiences, which is something that's, that's beautiful, I think, and very important because it shouldn't stay with the circle of those ones who have always liked the work. I think it's also about really finding people to, 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 to see the pieces uh, in the future. And last but not least, I think it's very important to get dancers into contact with, with, with Pina's work. This is something that's really, really important for me because um, for a long time it has only been done by Tanztheater Wuppertal and the, I think it's, it's the experience dancers have to do this work also the, the human contact to the people uh, working with them as the uh, rehearsal directors, it's very, it's something very precious. And I, I've, I've heard that from every cast that we have had, that this was something, I don't know, very important for them. And many said it was life changing. And uh, I, I felt it was, was true. It was not something they just said. So I think there are many aspects why I think it's, it's something very, very, yeah, precious to to share this work and to make it um, available and to to have it have it been danced because otherwise it's not existing if it's not danced. Well, uh, Germaine, what is this precious quality that uh, Solomon refers to? What is it inside the choreography that makes this piece so so profound? 
Why, why is it different to any other piece by Pina? What gives it its individual quality? Alors, euh, chaque jour, je regarde, chaque fois qu'il y a le spectacle, je regarde les danseurs. Et plus je regarde, je dis, mais cette pièce, elle est, elle est unique parce qu'il y a la douceur des femmes, la force des femmes, les hommes. Okay, so every day she looks at the show and she thinks it's very unique because there's the sweetness, the softness of women and their strength and then there's the men. La force des hommes. Et euh, à un moment donné, mais je dis, mais cette pièce, elle est tout à fait africaine parce que au moment où ils ont choisi le, le sacrificateur, l'homme, ils vont tous dans un coin, les hommes. C'est en Afrique. On va sous l'arbre à parable et puis on choisit quelqu'un. Je dis, mais Pina, elle était peut-être africaine. Oui, donc, il y a les hommes et elle pense que c'est très africain parce qu'à ce moment où ils doivent trouver les hommes qui font le sacrifice, tous les hommes vont dans un coin et elle pensait que c'est africain, c'est comment les hommes vont sous le parlap tree. Pour choisir les hommes. Et elle pense que peut-être Pina était africaine. Uh, what, what sort of dancers were you looking for to dance this piece? On avait pas tellement. On a dit qu'il fallait choisir des danseurs qui vivent en Afrique. So dancers who lived in Africa. Et euh, en Afrique, il y a des blancs, il y a des noirs. Euh, so Africa, en Afrique du Sud, il y a des blancs, voilà. Euh, en Afrique du Nord et yeah. tout. Oui. Yeah. So in Africa, you know, there's white people, black people in South Africa, in North Africa. Et moi, dans mon idée, euh, il y a des métisses, il y a différentes couleurs, hein. And in her idea, there's different colors. Et, et moi, je dis, il faut qu'il y ait que des Africains, des noirs. And so bon, excusez-moi, hein, mais bon. <laughs> And she said she only wanted African, black people. Black people to this piece, dans cette pièce, quoi. <laughs> Bien sûr, s'il y avait des Arabes ou des... des euh, oui, pourquoi pas. Ouais. Des, ou bien même euh, Afrique du Sud, ouais. vous voyez. Mais Afrique, pas, une, par exemple, une Française... Ouais. Qui vient en Afrique, non. Okay. So maybe Arabs, maybe hein, white people from South Africa, but for example, a French living in Africa, no. So I would have. But <laughs> white Afrique du Sud, yes, yeah. because you know is the la terre africaine. Yes, it was that is my mind, and uh, I think I was right. Yeah. <laughs> I, and how many nations of Africa are represented in that cast? 14. 14. 14 countries. And, so, and we, we don't want to fall into the trap of it, just assuming that everybody's experience is the same. Someone from Cote d'Ivoire is very different to someone from Kenya. When you get these uh, companies together, Brian, is, does it feel like a meeting of collaborators? <laughs> it does, because... Um, um, Some, 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 some of the dancers speak a different language. We all speak different languages. 
What do you use in rehearsal? Do you use French or uh, both French and English? Mm. Otherwise, people get lost. All <laughs> <laughs> time English, English, English is sometimes difficult. No, no. Exhausting. <laughs> I speak, but yeah. well, English. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but is it uh, when you? Is it like a coming together? Do you expect more collaborations to come out of this? Would you hope that the friendships and relationships you form in this will inform your further dance practice? Yes. Um, first of all, like being part of this was uh, when, I, when I heard that we could do this, I was like, yes, I have to do it because it's, I didn't know that uh, um, I would have access to be able to do such a piece. And it was, it, it seemed like a very distant, um, thing to access and and um, I'm just looking forward to what comes next. Mais vous savez l'école des sables que Helmut il est européen, moi je suis africaine. Je pense que si on respecte la culture des uns des autres, on peut faire de très belles choses, n'est-ce pas? Et nous avons fait l'école des sables, qui est vraiment la une des premières écoles panafricaines où les anglophones, les lusophones et les francophones se rencontrent. Et au bout de trois mois, chacun parle la langue de l'autre. Bon, mais c'est l'anglais qu'on parle, mais les autres traduisent. Mais l'école des sables, c'est déjà une école où le monde se rencontre. So, L'école des sables was created by Helmut and German. Helmut is European and she's African. And German is saying that it's a school where people meet each other. And there's French speaker, English speaker, Portuguese speaker. But after three months, everyone speaks the language of other. And you know, if you sh share your culture, then you can et just share everything. And I think that Helmut and I have done Africa unie par la danse, ce que les politiques n'ont pas réussi à faire. And so Germany is saying that her and Helmut created an Africa that's united through dance, what politicians have not managed to do. Uh, just to drill down a little bit further into this show, Pina's Rite of Spring is an act of violence. Uh, violence is required to be performed in order for new life to emerge. Someone must be sacrificed, the, the chosen one must be sacrificed. In its original context, it had a uh, tradition which drew upon some European racist understandings of savagery. It's a problematic piece. We shouldn't slide over it. To what extent does this production move Pina's work into becoming a text about uh, colonialist violence? Bon, donc, de toute façon, dans les temps, que ce soit les Grecs, les Africains, les Européens, il y a toujours eu des sacrifices humains, n'est-ce pas So, in any way, whether it's Greek, African, there's always been human sacrifices. Comme le cannibalisme. Like uh, cannibalism. Et souvent, on dit que ce sont les Africains, les sauvages, mais les Blancs aussi. And often we say, you know, like Africans are the savages, but white people as well. Tout ça existait. Everything, all of this existed. Donc, euh, euh, le, le sac du printemps de, parle vraiment de quelque chose qui est universel et qui, qui continue, même s'il n'y a plus le cannibalisme, on le fait sur une, une, une façon abstraite. Ouais. 
And so uh, the right of spring speaks about something that's universal and even though cannibalism has disappeared or doesn't exist anymore, it still does in a more abstract way. Comme j'ai dit dans un de mes spectacles, mais à l'église, on dit, vous buvez le sang du Christ, vous mangez le corps du Christ. Mais qu'est-ce que c'est? C'est du cannibalisme. <laughs> so as she said in one of her shows, at the church, you drink the blood of Christ and you eat the body of the Christ. So what is that? Cannibalism. Même jusqu'à présent, <laughs> n'est-ce pas? And even until now. <laughs> voilà. Donc, euh, je trouve que c'est euh, universel. C'est quelque chose qui existe et qu'on doit en parler. Et donc, euh, quand il y a certaines personnes qui disent que c'est du colonialisme d'avoir apporter le sac du printemps en Afrique. And so she thinks it's important and we have to talk about it and some people thinks it's colonialism to have brought the right of spring to Africa. Et j'ai dit non. And she said no. Parce que c'est du colonialisme, je n'allais pas accepter. Because if it was colonialism, she would never have accepted. Mais justement, le sacre, cette, cette chorégraphie de Pina Bausch montre la qualité aussi exceptionnel des danseurs africains au même niveau que le monde entier. And this piece from Pina shows the equal talent of African dancers compared to the rest of the world. Parce que euh, les danses, nos danses patrimoniales et traditionnelles, par exemple les choses rapides en yeah. Côte d'Ivoire, ils ont des trucs très rapides, ben, ils se sont appropriés de la musique de Stravinsky et les rythmes. Donc, c'est pas du colonialisme, c'est montrer au monde que nous sommes égales au monde. Okay. So, yeah, Et cette okay. chorégraphie le prouve okay. par la danse. So, um, in, in this piece echoes African music, because, for example, in Côte d'Ivoire, they have like really quick steps, and she thinks it translates really well in the Rite of Springs, and it's just showing the world what African dancers can do and what African dance is. Donc, euh, pour moi, c'est un, un échange. So, for her, it's an exchange. Un dialogue en deux cultures. A dialogue between two cultures. À égalité. In equality. Et euh, je trouve ça extraordinaire. And she thinks it's extraordinary. Et le monde entier, je pense, va le voir. Et Pina est là. Et moi, je pense toujours à Maurice Béjar, qui est mon père spirituel, qui a fait aussi un sacre. Mais... Je trouve le sac de Pina et lui aussi trouvé était universel et bien placé pour l'Afrique. Okay, and so she thinks the rest of the world is going to see how extraordinary this piece is and Pina as well. And she always thinks about Maurice Béjar, who's her spiritual father, and thought already that the rite of spring was universal. It's wonderful, and the piece uh, transcends culture, doesn't it? We we feel it in, in our hearts. Uh, Brian, do you have anything to add to that, to the extent to which this piece feels political as well as it feels spiritual? Is that something you think about? Um, for me, it's, uh, it's a bit more spiritual. And it's, um, as, as Mama Jamen said, um, the, the rhythm of the, of, the, of, the, of the piece is similar mm. to how we also move. And uh, although there's, uh, there's movements that are sometimes uh, a bit different, but most of the piece is very similar and very rhythmic. And um, the feeling of it is also, um, also very similar to what uh, like some of, the, uh, um, some of the 
customs that we are used to. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that's what I would say. Solomon, is this part of your vision for your mother's work that it moves out of a, a Eurocentric tradition? Did, did, did you hear that, Solomon? Yes, I just waited good. for yes, the good. translation for. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you. I wasn't sure um, how good your uh, your are picking it up. No, I um, uh, I think uh, um, uh, yes and no. I mean, um, I, I, I I like what would be really interesting for me if if these performances could also happen. Uh, in African countries, we planned to to uh, to have the premiere in Dakar in uh, March 2020. <laughs> you can imagine what happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, we we uh, it didn't happen. So uh, and we haven't found a way yet to to have um, performances in, in in anywhere in Africa so far. And this would be something I would be very interested to. To see how 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 this work is received, also, um, and but at the same time, I I I just see people, human beings, working together and and doing very serious work on on an artistic, high artistic level and very professional, uh, yeah, very professional work and. This is something I, I somehow I don't I don't care so much about like uh, I don't know it, all the like like who who um, like, I don't know about political aspects of it. I think it's just very professional artistic work they're doing. That's that's very important. Uh, Solomon, tell us a bit about the the archive because it's not just a simple case of recording and notating your mother's work. This is something far more exacting and scientific and I'm sure there are many people in the room and here in Adelaide who are keen to hear about just what you are doing to keep your mother's work in, in utter detail alive. What exactly is this archive and how are you constructing it? Yeah, so basically, it's it's Pina's archive. So she 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 was collecting materials from all her pieces, and I think what's very remarkable about her work was also that she was keeping most of her pieces uh, on stage for years and years and decades, uh, and it uh, so. Uh, she she needed the materials to 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 rehearse the the pieces again and to and, and so these are really the, the 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 core production materials she needed the the video recordings are extremely important starting from the early uh, 70s um, but also written documents photos uh, and all kinds of uh, uh, press coverage. Uh, programs, uh, posters, etc. And uh, this is something that's that's really interesting to 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 have an image about like the, the history of 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 her work, but also of the uh, involvement of each piece and how how it came together. And it's it, it has always been the source for uh, rehearsals to bring pieces on stage and it still is. So this is like the core function of it but we also started uh, digitizing the the material uh, 12 years ago and have 
made many things available by now uh, on our website. It's pinabausch.org, just one word, pinabausch.org. Uh, and uh, we, we make available like videos, uh, photos and, and programs, etc. On, on this website. It's, we started with just a few pieces, uh, but every year there will be more pieces added and it's it's uh, it's something that we really think it's very important to share and also to have to have it accessible because not everybody's able to 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 see a performance uh, live which is of course always the best way to experience the work but but still um, it's also interesting for everybody to 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 see these documents especially the old documents like like documenting the the, the, the original cast, uh, and the, 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 the world premiere. I think it's very interesting to see this also in comparison to what's happening now. Um, so, yeah, so um, have a look. <laughs> it feels like you're continuing an ancient tradition, though, as well, as the traditionally dance is passed down from mother to daughter, from father to son, culturally is passed on. Um, in the, the world of cyberspace and of virtual reality, we have other technologies to keep our stories alive through, through again, through space and time. Um, you must feel a sense of connection with your late mother on a daily basis, um, dealing with this material. Uh, does it ever become overwhelming for you? I don't know. I I I think it's it's a it's a great it's a pleasure and it's a great how do you say um, it's a privilege for me that I'm I can I can I'm very connected to my mother although she has passed away um, and I can feel her in, in in performances especially and when I saw this the 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 premiere of, of this production, uh, you've just seen yourself, I was really, this was something that was somehow overwhelming for me because it really, I felt it was something important and something that that went, I don't know, somewhere where I, I thought this is really interesting and this is where it should go. Um, would anyone in the room like to ask a question or make an observation about their experience of Rite of Spring before I thank our artists for their time today. Is there anyone who would like to say anything? I just want to feel that you are part of the conversation. Please, sir, yes, to speak, and I'll, I'll repeat the question to the microphone if needs be. Um, the question, uh, I, I, everyone in the room heard it, Solomon, but just in case you didn't, was in the context of global warming, the idea of spring itself is uh, ch changing, and maybe the question of sacrifice that's um, present in the piece might indeed be a sacrifice not just of an individual but of Mother Earth. Uh, Germaine, do you have a, an observation about this? But the nature is in train to mourir by the hommes. And it's really very difficult to accept because my work, for example, my technique, is on the nature. And, uh, on, en ce moment, nous sommes victimes de la, du développement. Le développement, l'argent prend le dessus sur la nature. Okay. So, uh, Germain's work is, is very difficult to accept that the earth is dying because of men, yes. and especially in Germain's case, because all her technique is inspired by nature and they're suffering from, you know, money taking over everything and development and yes. not having the same 
it's, born with it, nature. This is the issue of context, of course, in a continent like Australia where, where we live through the La Nina and the El Nino cycles, extraordinary drought, extraordinary floods and mm. so on. Nature is a nature of excess and the soil is sometimes so saturated with water that it drowns and sometimes the soil is so desiccated and dry that it feels like bone. That mm. sort of sense is so from an Australian context, those Australians who are lucky enough to be close to the land, the nature is sometimes adversarial, not always a mother. But there's right. also this sense is that, as you say, sir, that um, uh, even our idea of what a season is is changing. Also, Australian experience of a season is not a Northern Hemisphere experience of a season. And I'm always struck by how we... Um, we still speak as if we are still in Europe about spring, summer, autumn and winter. We need new words, we need new language and maybe I would respectfully suggest the Ghana people probably have far more useful words for us than the ones we use. Pa pardon me, that's a complicated sort of little sermon there. Um, I'm, I'm sure you will agree with me that it is a remarkable uh, privilege for us here in Australia to have the presence of Jomena Koni. Uh, not for the first time, uh, um, as Helmut was telling me before, uh, 30 years ago, very in the very early days of WOMAD, Germaine was here and performing in awkward circumstances over here at Botanic Park. She knows the space, she knows the land, uh, and but she is always welcome and we are very grateful to have an artist of her calibre here. Thank you very much for being here. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, thank you also to Solomon Bausch for your patience, for your time, for getting up early. We know that you spent, as you say, you, you crawled here as a six-month-old in the, the Adelaide soil, so we consider you one of ours as well. But thank you for your work. Thank you for holding on to the legacy of your mother. Thank you for your generosity at all times and particularly today. Thank you. And Brian, welcome to Australia. Thank you for your performance. I, I hope and I'm sure it is not the last time we'll see you in Adelaide and have a good flight back to Kenya. <laughs> And for those of you who liked what you've seen or heard, tomorrow we talk about the golden cockerel. Uh, we'll have a, a very interesting and stimulating conversation with an old friend. So I hope to see you tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you.